says be still and know that I am God so we're just gonna be still for a moment Thank you for the manifestation of your presence that is here. Father, as we move in the preaching and teaching, continue to abide with us. We need you. We want you. We desire you. So speak, Lord. Heal, Lord. Uh, open up our eyes that we may see you more clearly. Lord, all of this is all about you, Lord Jesus. So have your way. Meet us where we are. Take us where you want us to be. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Give God some praise in the house. At home, give God some praise. We will continue on in our series that we are in the war of our wars. It's a spiritual battle. It's a battle over humans souls and even if you are saved you must understand that he is attacking your identity your image so we won't be what God has created us to be turn to your neighbor and say we got a fight on our hands but fight tell, tell, no y'all didn't say that turn to your neighbor and say but fight Victory is promised, but fight. Amen. Our launch, our platform that we are dealing with is coming from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 13. And you don't have to stand. I've been reading it for 11 times. Just open your ears and hear Family, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on, this is your responsibility, this is my responsibility, put on the whole armor of God that he has provided for every believer. That you may be able, watch this, to stand, not lose ground, not lose faith. That which you have already attained, he's trying to take from you. The level of faith where you are now, the devil is trying his best to move you out of in your thinking, in your emotion, in your faith. 
But God has given you everything you need to stand against the wild, the planned out strategy, his method, his deception, his, 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 his seducing. This is high level spiritual battle and you cannot win it in the natural. You got to walk in the spiritual. Here he began to talk about ranks of demons against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age. He said, this age is different than yesterday age. There are new demons that are trying new methods, even though it's off of the same principle, to deceive us. <laughs> Which means don't, don't fall for anything. You better know the truth. Against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts, listen, hosts of, of wickedness in heavenly place, that they are over the earth, as I showed you in Daniel, and they try to control our attitudes, our actions, our thinking. See, you can be saved, but still under the influence of the devil because you haven't renewed your mind. You think just being like the world, the world is being ran by him. The world is being seduced by him. And when we, and when we act like the world, we're acting like the devil. Up in the church. And because we don't understand kingdom battle, we, we are deceived, we are seduced, and just say, well, well, I'm just being human. Wait a minute, God has planted in you his spirit. We are, we are, we were made, we are saved again to become like Christ. Turn to your neighbor and say, he saved you. For you to be conformed to the image of Christ. That's God's purpose and plan, watch this, concerning you and I. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> he says, therefore, watch this, take up, make it serious, the whole armor of God, not part of it, but all of it, that ye may be able, watch this, withstand. You know what that means? There are days that are worse than others. There are attacks that are greater than others. But watch this. But if you are in Christ Jesus, regardless of what come at us, that God has already equipped us to be able to stand our ground. Turn to your neighbor and say, stand your ground. Don't give up. Don't give in. Stand your ground. Now give God some praise. I'm going to stop right there. Last week where I ended was in Revelation 12, 7 and 13, where we talk about the devil is accusing us 
of doing the same thing he does. But what's the purpose of that? He wants us to fall into the same condemnation, damnation that he's in. His battle isn't with God. His battle is with us. He knows he can't be God, but the only way he can hurt God is to take those whom he loves and send them to the same condemnation that he's in because he knows, wait a minute, that God, wait a minute, we got a problem. God don't have a problem. God loves us, but God is holy. So if we have sinned once, God's holiness condemns us to damnation because God is holy. It's his character. It's who he is. It's, it's, and he can't change that. And he said that the wages of sin is death, not just physical death, but spiritual death, and hell is spiritual death. It is the absence of his mercy. And when God's mercy is gone, you are like that demon, that those demons that is in legions, that, that's in, who's cut himself, who, who is screaming night and day, miserable. Miserable, no peace, no joy, nothing, nothing. C.S. Lewis said, the Lord, he said, earth is, it is, it is, it is. For those that's going to heaven, it's the worst of hell you're ever going to experience. But those that is going to hell, it's the, it's the best of heaven they're ever going to experience. There's no party in hell. That's, that's what we used to say. That's what I used to say when I was running out there. Now I know better. <laughs> the end of, of, of Revelation chapter 12, it says that we will overcome him by, watch this, the blood. Why? Because perfect blood covers us. God calls us. We are righteous because of the blood of Jesus Christ. God's judgment fell on Jesus, and Jesus exchanged his righteousness on us. Listen, that's the only reason we get in. It's the righteousness of Jesus has been in, put into you, into your account. Listen, it's not you, it's him. It's him. If it's him, then shouldn't we act like it? If, if all the blessings, of, if heaven where our destination is, then, then, then all of a sudden we don't take pride in anything that we think we are. Because anything you have, God gave it to you anyway. Listen to this text. It says, they overcame him, they have conquered him by means of the blood of the lamb and by the utterance, the speaking out of their testimony. That's why we praising him and thanking him and talking about what God has already done is so powerful. Number one, it encourages you and it condemns the devil. But let's go on. He says, he says, he says, 
even they did not love, they, they, for they did not love and cling to life even when they faced death, holding their lives cheap till they had to die for their witnessing. Therefore, exalt, O heaven, and you that dwell in them. He says, whoa. He says, he said, he said, he said, woe to you, O earth, and see, for the devil has come down to you, and he's fierce, he's angry, he has fury, because he knows that he only have. You want to know why it is so crazy out there? He knows they don't have a short time. He's trying to kill, steal, and destroy as many of us as he can because he knows his judgment is at hand. And in the midst of all this, we are God's witnesses. We, we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. And as the world goes crazy, our light ought to turn up. This is not a time to quit. This is not a time to walk in fear. I honestly believe that if you are in this age right now, you was born for such a time as this. We, we got this thing wrong. We're trying to make heaven here on earth. This, this, this isn't heaven. This is not our home. This is our work. Where our life ought to shine. Where our works ought to testify. Where, where they ought to see Christ being formed and made in us that they can't, where, where, where they can't give a and they can't give an explanation of why you are the way you are. So therefore, it must be the Christ in you. And they can't deny that. Young man I used to work with years ago. Matter of fact, I won him to Christ. He's out there in the world wanting to Christ. Years ago, before I was pastor and all that. And he wrote a book talking about now, look, he went from Christ to that we came from aliens. All Satan has to do is just get one crack in. And he'll take you as far as he can. That's why you can't play with stuff. That's why you got to hold on to the truth called him and we talked. I said, man, I want to meet with you. He came and he stood at the bottom of the steps in the vestibule and he looked at me and he dropped his head. And this is what he said. You still got it. I don't know what he saw. I don't know what he saw. We didn't even talk. But before we even started talking, he already knew There's a witness on you. There's an anointing on you if you let it shine. 
And the more we yield ourselves to Christ, the more that witness will, watch this, it will convict people. It will convince people. It will reprove people. That just the presence. You are the temple of God. You, well, turn to your I'm the temple of God. The Holy Spirit is not just on you, it's in you. We talk about grieving the Holy Spirit. Grieving the Holy Spirit is not that you didn't shout. Grieving the Holy Spirit is that you're living contrary to what God has called you to live. You're acting contrary. Your attitude is contrary. I got a test for us. You ready to do a spiritual test? Now, don't raise your hand. This is not that type of test. This is one that you ask on the inside. Now, now, how you know whether you're living in the spirit? Well, then you're walking in faith. Faith in God, faith in God's word. You're talking it, you're believing it, you're standing on it. You have an expectation of God. Some of us are so negative. That it ruins our witness. Listen, we're either going to believe God's word in spite of what's going on. Or we're going to talk like everybody else. Expectations. And love. Are, are you walking in love even against those you don't like? You don't have to like somebody to love them. <laughs> There's some people that it's hard to like. In fact, they're hard to love. But the Holy Spirit gives you the ability to let past their faults and see their needs because the truth of the matter is God looked past all of our faults and saw, all you have to do is remember, go back and remember, look where God brought you from and then you say, Lord, help me to be like you in this hard circumstance. And, and watch this, and, and sometimes you got to talk yourself into forgiving folks. Listen, I can forgive you, but I don't have to trust you. But you gotta understand what's at stake. You know what we think is at stake? My wants, my rights, your witness. Why do you think that God didn't save us and take us? But he planted us here as a witness. So guess what Satan's trying to take? If you're not saved, he's trying to keep you unsaved. If you're saved, you know what he's after? The power of our witness. Now, the world, all the devil has, he, he always has a counterpart of God. He has set up his, his evil kingdom like God's holy kingdom. So God is love, faith, you know, and, 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 and love, faith, expectation, hope. Satan is lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. 
Those are fleshly. That's not, that's soul stuff. That's not spirit. You know where your, know where your power comes? When you're walking in the spirit. When you're walking in the spirit, don't you know you can tell Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And he has to sit down and shut up. You know, you know there, there, there is a, that God has not made us weak. He made us strong. But hold on, but, but you got to go get it and put it on. You, you got you to say, Lord, on me, on my mind, on my thinking, on my desire, on my heart. Lord, I put on everything that you got for me. You need to do that before you leave the house. Every day, you need to arm yourself. Because I guarantee you, something's going to come your way to get yourself out of. We, 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 we got to understand that this isn't back and forth. We, we need to keep our eyes focused because God is trying to use us. And the more he uses us, the more power he gives us so that we can be used even more. What's your purpose? Ultimately, God don't, I'm going to say this, God don't need our stuff. Because <laughs> some of us think we're so smart, God need me. No, we don't. God's wisdom is beyond your wisdom, and in the anointing comes his wisdom. Our way is not his way. See, 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 what we try to do is build us up, and God is saying, no, build me up, and then I will lift you higher the more you build me up, because your purpose is to be a witness and a testimony. Isaiah 43, Isaiah 43. Y'all sung this, okay? And he, he says, he says they're Israel. He's not only talking to Israel, but he's talking to his witnesses. And what he says to them, that I, I took you through the river. Experience. Why trouble comes? Trouble comes so that we are in a place where only God can deliver us. Anybody been there? Anybody? Why do we go through situations? Because if we don't go through situations where our human strength is exhausted, we'll take credit for everything. One of the things God has to do to us is break us of us. Watch this famous preacher, and he said, he said, he said, he said, now, God is our father, so he wouldn't allow us to go through trouble. So if we're having trouble, we don't have enough faith. And it sounds like a good argument. Until I said, no, I need whoopings. I don't know about you, my parents should have whooped me more. Probably part of my problem was I didn't get enough whoopings. <laughs> so I did everything I thought was big and bad enough to do. So, so can you imagine us being saved and acting any old way? And it's in us. Why? Because the only thing that can keep us 
is that we have a vision of who God has called us to be. We have a love for him because we have experienced him. Nobody want to suffer. Nobody want to go through pain. But I, I tell you this, it's in your pain and your suffering you learn how good he is. It's, it's, in, it's in you going through, you recognize there's nobody but God. It's in you, Satan, as a tool to wake us up, to recognize, I need you, Lord. Here he says that the river is an instrument that you can't, you can't overcome it. But what I did, I stepped in sometimes at the last minute and I brought you through the river and you recognized it wasn't you that brought you, but it was me all the time. So instead of talking about how good you are or you was lucky, you look up and say, if it had not been for you on my side, I never would have made it. Does anybody in the house know what I'm talking about? That right now, you're standing by faith. You're standing because you have an expectation of God. And if God don't step in, you know you won't make it. Hold on. Then it gets, it gets harder. Then he says, fire. I'd rather drown than burn. How about you? <laughs> Somebody said, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I'm talking about me, me, me. <laughs> okay, someone said, oh, neither one. I choose neither one. But notice what happened. They went from one element to a harder element. So, Lord, so what I went through five years ago wasn't enough. I thought, I thought you already broke me. I almost died last time. What I have discovered is we have layers after layers after layers of self. And Satan always comes and tempt the self in us. And many times, I hate to say it, we present it, we think that Sunday is enough. Wait a minute. He, he gave his life. He wants your life. He wants everything. That's, that's the, the, the surrendering to the Lord in Christianity is the hardest part of it. See, the living of it is not hard because if you're living it, you're living it by the Spirit. The flesh can't live this. The hard part is when we try to live it in the flesh and the flesh can't produce what the, only the Spirit can. In the surrendering to Christ is this. That, that when we surrender to him, God brings up out of us. Philippians 2.12, he says, with, 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 with fear and trembling that, that you surrender and that, and that the will of God that is in you 
will be brought up out of you. Listen, my battle, your battle is with saying yes, Lord. Look at 12, Romans 12. Romans 12, verse 1. Don't have time to deal with all the rest of it, so I might as well jump there. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, some verse says, I beg you, brothers and sisters, Paul Wright, in the view of God's mercy, he says, what's this? He says, in the view of how good God's been to us, in the view of the sacrifice that Christ made to us, in the view of his continual grace that keeps us every single day, in the view that, that after we have been so bad, he still loves us so much. <laughs> you, know, you know, we got to get to the place where we move beyond, though we always have all respect for God. It's not the fear of God that keeps us, it's the love of God. When you begin to recognize how much he loves you, you can't help but love him. And if we can just do anything, act anyway, at any time, and justify, we don't love him very much. One of the things that, well, I did a whole lot of stuff, but there's some things I wouldn't do because I knew my mom and dad, if, if I was to die doing the stuff that would do, that they would blame themselves. You know, I thought to myself, they don't deserve that. Old then one time, and my prayer wasn't, Lord, I want to go to hell. Know what my prayer was? Lord, bring me out of this because my parents don't deserve to grieve over what I choose to do because they've been good to me. How much more should we say that about God? How much should the, the love of God stop us, <laughs> put a halt to us? We get ready to it. Ready to walk through that door, but if you start thinking about how good he's been, not because of us, but in spite of us, when you begin to think about how he brought you through and brought you out, when you begin to think about that it was nobody but God that has kept you this far, oh, will you recognize that God's been good to us? You know, that, that, that puts you in a place where you don't want to just do anything. And the best thing he said, he said that you surrender that your body onto the Lord. He said, now I, I just won't let, we may fall, but you get back up with a termination. I don't want to do that no more. Listen, it's not about being unsafe, unsafe. I'm talking about safe, folks. What keeps you is his love. 
You ought to struggle. We ought to struggle. When God says, I want you to do this, and we say, no. No shouldn't come that easy. <laughs> Options shouldn't come that easy. When we think about, he didn't say no to us. Jesus went all the way. So somebody say that with me. Jesus went all the way. He gave all of himself. He, all his blood was poured out. He, he, he let them beat him all the way. He took all the pain. He took all the wrath of his father for you and I. So if he went all the way, shouldn't we be trying to? Shouldn't we be pressing? Shouldn't we be saying, Lord, help me to do better? Lord, help my life to shine. Lord, help me to live for you for the rest of my life because you gave all of your life that I may live for you. This is beyond religion. This is relationship. This is beyond church ethics. This is about loving him and him loving you. Watch this. He said, he said, offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. He said, this is true and proper worship. Oh, I thought this was worship. Yeah, this is worship, but it's also worship when we go out there and how we live our lives. Satan said, don't do it. Don't listen to him. He's a fool. He don't know what he's talking about. And God is saying, listen, because this is what, right now somebody's battling. You have shut me out. You have shut me down because this isn't the message you wanted to hear. And the devil is saying, don't listen. I've been in those battles. I've been where, where, where God is saying something, the devil saying something. Did you know that you have the ability to choose <laughs> what you want to hear? You see where I'm at? When I shake off, I just took one step farther away. Every time you shake off God prompting, this has happened. You don't feel it. You don't know it. But in your spirit, that's what's happening. Somebody said, how you know all this? I did it. I lived it. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. When I was out there, God was speaking to me, and the devil was too. I, I learned the process because I walked through it. My brothers and sisters, God has given us everything we need to be victorious in Christ. It's a choice. Lord, I choose you. Help me to change my thinking. Help me to change my attitude. That's why you read the word of God. Because the word of God, if you open, it will come alive in your reading. You'll see his heart. 
You'll see his mind. You'll see him like you've never seen him before. There's something that happens that when you have an open heart, an open mind, that God will begin to speak to you in ways that you never thought possible. The Holy Spirit is in us to guide us and lead us and strengthen us to comfort us to, to do everything he needs to do that we can stand and be victorious. Turn to your, no, no, your neighbor and say, stand. Stand in the name of Jesus. Stand in the power of Jesus. Stand in the strength of Jesus. Stand and have a witness for Jesus because that's what we've been called to do. Stand. I'm closing it up. Watch this. This is what I think is so amazing. When we are in heaven, the devil and the demons are going to be come before God in judgment. And we're going to say, how could you not love him? How could you not serve him? How could you not worship him? We that was weak was able. We who didn't see him in person was able. We who did not have what you have saw his goodness. We're going to stand up and we're going to say to the devil, we condemn you. The Bible said we're going to judge angels. So we're going to say, we condemn you for not worshiping our God. Power. Say that with me. Power. The power don't begin when we get to heaven. It begins now as we choose to walk with Jesus hand by hand. He got his name on you. So there's power in the name of Jesus. There's saving power, delivering power, living power in the name of Jesus. Turn to your neighbor and say, live in this power. Live in this power. Today, choose to live in this power. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Stand up. Go to the door. Stand at that wall. Perhaps there's somebody here who you was walking with the Lord, but you stepped away. Perhaps there's somebody here who wonder what religion is. not about a religion. It's about that God did everything he can to save us. And he saved us from our sins through his son, Jesus Christ, who paid the price. No other religion deals with sin. They don't, they don't have no way to deal with it. But God dealt with it. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's Jesus. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's Jesus. <laughs> oh, it's Jesus. <laughs> They will pray with you. They will talk with you. And maybe you just need prayer. Maybe you want to become a member of this church. They will, they will pray with you. Everybody bow their heads. 